Talk about everything under the sun about parenting. Hi everyone, I'm really excited today once again. Uh, uh, it's always really really nice for me to always have another episode with a friend, someone I know, or like someone everybody knows. Like maybe they are influencer or something. Today I have a friend. Uh, she has actually been the preschool line for like since she was eighteen years old. But in between, she took like ten years to take care of like her three children, and she was a preschool uh principal for five years. And uh, I'm gonna just let her like introduce herself, like what she's really actually doing now because I'm actually also not that sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, so welcome to my episode of the parenting. Hey, hi Esther. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I, I would say <laughs> that this is one of my like a, a very new experience for me other than being a preschool teacher and being a principal, right? I've, <laughs> never, uh, been, I've never done such a thing. Yeah, so it's like a, I'm kind of a, a nervous as well. So hopefully, you <laughs> like answer the long list of questions that you have uh, prepared. Mm. Yeah. So uh, like uh, what you have uh, mentioned before, I was like a, I started as a uh, teacher at mm -mm. Okay. Uh, and then uh, thereafter, I took a long, long break uh, to become a mother at mm. uh, 22 years old. I mean, uh, I, I didn't know why I go into that. I think uh, I must have uh, probably lost my mind at that time. Anyway, uh, who knows? It's like you, you probably will never be ready to become a parent. But yet, I'm still thankful for that journey because it's like, uh, uh, now at 41, my kid is like, uh, they are 18. What? You're 41? Yes, yes, I'm 41. Huh? I thought you were just a couple of years older than me. Oh, okay. Not like I'm super young, but <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> right now, it's like uh, I'm living uh, the prime of my life, I would say. Because my kids like uh, they are eighteen, they are sixteen, mm -hmm. uh, they are thirteen. So very often it's like uh, we are more like friends than uh, me being a mother to them. And sometimes yeah, yeah. I find that it's like uh, they are more naggy than me. I'm the one that's more adventurous. Okay, <laughs> so uh, that is a uh, I mean um, that is a uh, part of my life that I took a break ten years, and then thereafter I move on to like uh, managing a, a change a chain of uh, enrichment centers. Mm. It's not the uh, I would say the largest uh, brand around. And you probably mm -hmm. go to all the shopping malls, they are there. And, uh, <laughs> after that, uh, I went, uh, went back to childcare center to become a principal, like uh, what you have said. And right now, I am a project manager, okay, mm -hmm. uh, focusing on like uh, the infant rework uh, for some, uh, for like the chain of our 20 plus centers in Singapore, mm -hmm. uh, enhancing the operations and curriculum uh, in those uh, like uh, centers. Mm. So basically, it's to prepare like teachers, <laughs> preschool teachers better uh, before they enter the career officially. Uh, not exactly, because I would say that uh, I mean, uh, in the uh, in the early childhood uh, uh, sector in Singapore, uh, the infant care will be probably one of the most uh, neglected uh, area. I mean, in childcare centers. Uh, Is it? Now I'm scared, no? Because my <laughs> 
<laughs> my youngest kid in infant care. I would say that uh, we have uh, went through a lot uh, in this um, uh, early childhood sector. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. has uh, put in a lot of uh, good processes for like uh, starting from the four to six years old. Then thereafter, to focus on like uh, the 18 months to the three years old. So yes. our the last uh, phase of it is the infant care. I mean, it's like uh, we, I mean, uh, infants are there, but uh, it's more than just babysitting. So yeah, yeah. Kind of things that you need to look into, uh, proper processes to ensure like uh, operations are in place, mm -hmm. in place. Uh, teacher are uh, are really well trained. Uh, mm. our, they do not just uh, take care of the baby like uh, how your granny used to do so. But, yeah. But they are really there to provide uh, good experiences and like uh, teaching the children. This is like uh, when you are young, the moment the child is born, you are actually building a brain. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Start from there. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So, so actually, like, I'm very, very always very curious. Mm. Anyway, you 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 prepare a list of questions. <laughs> mm. I usually prefer, prepare a guideline, but it doesn't matter. So, so actually, I've always been very curious. How come you went into the early childhood line? Was it because like me, like me, do so? I mean, then I know. Then you know, like early childhood. Then of the then of the past, it's always been like, if you didn't really study, you know, you go into this line. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, okay, it was really like uh, uh, I'm not too sure. I mean, exactly why I went into this uh this line. Mm. So I was like a, a Sunday school teacher at the time. I think uh, that is when my uh, interest uh, united. Mm -hmm. I thought that, uh, mm -hmm. hey, I'm good at handling kids. Yeah, this is something that I never discover. Mm -hmm. talent, a hidden talent. And uh, on top of that, because uh, I also graduated um, uh, from visual arts. From Nanyang Academy of Fine Arts. Oh, 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 wow. So to me, right, it is like a, a double win. You know, in uh in preschool they do a lot of art and craft and uh they deco the classrooms. Mm -hmm. And uh I thought that I mean uh this one plus uh, the, the fact that you can also get to like teach children, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it fit very well into my life. Yeah, it's yes, yes. For me. Mm. Because when children are young, the most things that they do is actually art. Yeah. I would I mean, say yeah, one of the yeah, because when you don't do that when you grow older, right? You don't even have the time to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time they do art because only when, only at the time when you can do whatever you want and then there will be people yeah. saying, Oh, you're so nice. Yes, you won't be judged, right? <laughs> older, right? Yeah, I even frame you know, I actually frame up my my eldest son's uh Samuel's uh, art pieces, you know. When mm. the infant care they gave it to me, we okay. actually selected three and mm. we frame it up, you know. Oh, and we really, really, until today, still feel like, oh, it's a piece of art. Yeah. <laughs> I do the same thing, actually. I still keep, like, uh, my uh, children art pieces. Yeah, and then here and there, I just look at that. I um, mean, look at them. And was one, and I showed my kids, uh, like, uh, a few weeks ago. So I was asking, hey, do you remember you did this when you are a child? Why are you mm -hmm. so talented? Yeah, they, 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 they themselves actually are quite, uh, like, uh, amazed by the fact that they could actually do such art pieces. Mm -hmm. It was quite incredible. Mm. So, the memories. Mm. When you were a principal, like, what were some of your challenges? Was it like, was it like your boss? <laughs> okay, or rather, uh, the management? <laughs> or was it the challenges with parents? Or, 
uh, you think is managing the the mm-hmm. the teachers? Okay, uh, I would say that uh, whatever that you have mentioned are challenges. Yeah, that are at a different extent, um, and how you deal with the situation at that time, like uh, teachers, parents, like uh, the processes in the center, like uh, we have to do rostering when uh, you know MC rate is uh, something that you really like uh, have to look into because it's it's not uh, just any like a uh, service uh, industry whereby let's say somebody is not there, okay, uh, it's all right, okay, uh, you, you can still like go on with your daily operations. Mm-hmm. The childcare center, right, let's say manpower is now, you still have to ensure that uh, the teacher-child ratio is uh, optimal, and then you mm-hmm. have to ensure that the children are well taken care of, uh, so it's uh, a lot of our uh, top processes, mm-hmm. you know, timetable, curriculum, communication with the parents, this and that, okay, and of course, okay, uh, hospitals and HFND. Yeah. You know mm. that once, right? I had a parent coming to me. Uh okay, uh Miss Vivian, can you uh ensure that right the mosquito do not bite my child anymore? <laughs> like, tell me, tell me, please tell me how do I ensure that? Yeah. In the center. I, I cannot even like uh, speak mosquito language, you know? Yeah. So I, I mean this is something that you cannot control. Yeah la, yeah, la. yeah. Sometimes parents do have like the the wildest dreams and the most the our fantasy hopes. I would say that uh, the greatest challenge, uh, as a principal, I would say is that to is to manage my own emotions. Yeah, oh. to be uh, reactive, but to be uh, proactive. Yeah, so it's like you have to have a lot of uh, planning in place. Actually, honestly, uh, I I feel that you balance this very well. Really, really. My impression of you has always been like, you are like, how to, how, how should I put it? Like, you know very well how to respond, you know? Yeah. You're like, uh, like, it's like somehow, I don't know where you go, you go through this training or it's like, this is already like within you. It's like, you always know like, or oh, when to be firm, when to be like, uh, funny or relaxed. <laughs> I think this is like a gift that you have actually, knowing you. Uh, Going uh, along the years, uh, I mean the wisdom that comes uh, when you like uh, there's so many different roles in my life. Like like uh, like uh, what I mentioned to you before, I was a stay-at-home mom. Mm. So, uh, you know that uh, being a stay-at-home mom is just not uh, it's just not about being staying at home and taking care of the children as well. There are many logistics that you need to take care of. Yeah, yeah. Probably uh, all those. Uh, I mean, I'm thankful for that experience that probably helped me a lot. Uh, when I became a principal in the center. I mean, I know like uh, how parents feel and uh, I know uh, like uh, how teachers feel. So all these things put together, that probably helps a lot. Mm. I think one of the things that I realized is, I think I shared with you before, I feel that it really makes like a person who is in the childcare or preschool industry or rather just early childhood, right? Mm-hmm. Really, really effective. Like make them effective as an educator is the fact that they, they are parents themselves. Mm-hmm. There is a significant um, difference yeah. in caring for the child. And, and some of the things that I think like a, a, a teacher who doesn't have a child they may not like see a problem in 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 like uh some of the things the, the children are doing in the school. But I think 
people with children, they are like, they are more aware, lah. I feel. Hmm. Yes, you said, uh, no,错了 I mean, I was uh, when I was a teacher. I mean, at eighteen years old, I do not have children. Uh, it's like uh, I, I probably couldn't understand that well. Yeah, yeah. So a mom. It's more like just a job, I think. Yes, yes. It's more of just a job, and I'm yeah. sure for like uh, emotions. Uh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Because I do feel like after I become a mom, I'm like more understanding too. What do you think makes a good preschool teacher? I mean, since we're actually on this uh topic, that for me, I feel I feel like uh, it is a gift. It's a gift. Like if you have teachers who are like not. Married yet, or or rather, they don't even have their own children to actually be really really good teachers. I think they are just really really compassionate, and mm. I think they like what they are doing. Uh, but I I personally feel like, uh, especially for infant care educators, I feel that mm. the best is they do have ever had their own child before. Like they they do do they are actually parents themselves. Mm. I think the. It, it it can help like with a little bit of experience and mm-hmm. they are probably a little bit more understanding to the demands of the parents. Hmm hmm hmm. Uh yes, I do agree what you say. Uh, being an infant educator, uh, that will help a lot. Let's say you are a mother yourself, because it's like a lot of uh this kind of knowledge, right? Uh, going like uh going through childbirth and then um becoming a first time mother. Uh, so they can uh I would say this infant educator could probably relate better. To like uh, the experiences of our new mothers. Mm. Uh, on top of that, aside, aside from that, I would say that um, being a uh, a lot of our uh, teachers went into this uh, industry, thinking that hey, uh, children are so cute. Uh, I love children. So a lot of the answers like uh, when I received uh from teachers uh when I was like uh, having interviews with them, mm. uh, when I ask uh why do you want to join the early childhood industry? Very much is the oh I love children. I mean I used to say that. Uh, that I recall back right. Uh, I think I will say that eh. <laughs> If I join, I think I will say I love children eh. <laughs> oh no! So it's the wrong answer, is it? Um, mm, I wouldn't say uh it's uh it's a wrong answer. That is probably the first uh thing that comes to mind. That's why you uh not yeah. everybody would choose uh this uh sector to go into. Mm-hmm. As we move along the way, right? Uh, I would say that uh, passion. Okay, and I wouldn't define passion as just an emotion. Okay, uh, with passion, I think uh, it, it comes with like uh, you having a a teachable uh spirit, which means that you are always interested in keeping mm-hmm. up with friends and the knowledge uh in early childhood. You keep wanting mm-hmm. to new new strategies to help you improve in the classroom. Okay, that's one thing. Uh, I would say the second point, uh, which I think uh should be very is very important to me, is that mm. as, uh, uh, as an early child educator, you need to have a good sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, a good sense of humor. Because of the children. Mm, I would say. All the parents. I mean, uh, all together, you are dealing with people every day, so uh, there are battles that you need to choose to fight. Mm 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 mm. So it's like uh sometimes when uh, a child comes in, okay uh you know that uh he will get cranky or or uh maybe uh oh you need to give uh them a hug, 
So mm. you need to go through a process of trying to get them, like, you know, discipline them, you know, mm, 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 here, try to get them to understand, whereby you can actually take like one minute or two minutes just to settle that the child, giving the child a heart. Yeah. Mm. Instead of, uh, so it's like, a, um, I think you have to see things like a, in a very positive uh, perspective. You mm. to stay, uh, I mean, uh, long enough in this industry. Yeah, learn to laugh uh, over silly things. What your parents say, what your colleagues say. Uh-huh. Yeah, so uh, you can always keep the joy in your heart. And then mm. uh, three, I would say is uh, to be very gracious because you are working in a woman's environment. And you know, when they must, yeah. Nuren, who's a run? Nuren. Yeah, Nuren. Uh, I mean, we get, uh, I mean, uh, probably the month of the day and then, you know, not if, even if the month of the day, you know, it's like I got so many women to deal with. Almost every month, right, they probably will be the month of the day every week. Uh-huh. So I thought that having a, uh, being very gracious, yeah, uh, being very forgiving of yourself, mm. and, uh, of your colleagues, that will help a lot. Because it's like, uh, we are all humans and sometimes uh, it's like uh, there are a lot of things on our mind and uh, the mistakes that we make. And then sometimes parents will come to us and then, um, you know, give us a dressing down or our mm. bosses will come to us and then, you know, it will also give a lecture. So throughout the day, you probably will uh, accumulate a lot of these uh, negative emotions. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, be gracious to yourself, you talk and uh, start the next day. Yeah, afresh. Mm. Passion, good sense of humor, graciousness will get you through. Uh, to become a very very good uh, early child educator. Mm-hmm. I think the important thing about being a preschool teacher is uh, how you really can last in this industry yeah. and not like just being vested uh, when you're young and then like when you reach like 30 years old you feel like you totally have like enough of all the crap and stuff. <laughs> yeah, so I still very young. Yeah, I, I'm sure that I'm sure that my my listeners they will actually agree. <laughs> so so uh of course today we we really want to discuss on like the main topic and one of the main concerns of uh, parents on uh what what uh are some of the things that they should look out for mm-hmm. in uh selecting a good preschool or like actually a lot of us uh now because a lot of women they have to have work-life balance, right? Mm. So they also will be seeking out for like infant care. Mm-hmm. And I think, especially if they are like first-time moms, mm. the the anxiety of uh, having to put their child with someone is already like, you know, the anxiety level is already quite high. Yeah. And then not knowing, uh, not being able to be familiar enough to the school or et cetera, I think will bring even more anxiety. Mm. So... For me, I did just very brief uh, school shopping then uh, when <laughs> when. So I'm just quite I'm just quite thankful to God because I'm not like those that will. I have a friend she she has a she has an Excel sheet okay she has an Excel sheet of twenty over schools, preschools whatever she write down all the prices the location <laughs> the blah 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 but I I actually just went to three schools that were like near mm-hmm. and I went to the school that. My, my son is currently in 
Mm-hmm. Uh, my sons are actually currently in just really because uh, I have a friend. She mm-hmm. she her children are actually in this mm-hmm. uh, with this school. Like although it's different location, but I sort of like found one sort mm-hmm. of near me, and mm-hmm. and then I, I I visited and I finally decided that out of uh, three that I visited, mm-hmm. two two were shit. And then I decided to enroll them to the current school. And I, I'm actually still fairly pleased with the current oh, school that they're in. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it really helped me a lot, to be honest. Like, because when Samuel was uh, 10 months old, mm. uh, it was really because his nanny couldn't take care of him anymore. And mm. I was actually really quite affected in my heart because uh, mm. I wasn't really sure. Because mm. initially, infant care was one of our options when mm. he was like, but by the grace of God, somehow I actually managed to find my friend's mom mm-hmm. who stayed really, really near us, uh, mm-hmm. like one bus stop away to just let her take care of Samuel. And she was taking care of her really, really well until uh, she was getting old and Samuel was getting overly active. <laughs> so I, I, when, when I actually found this school, uh, I, I think they gave me a lot of like peace of mind mm. uh, because I really visited like the two other schools. I think mm. one was really, really bad, which I also, I, I think I shared with you before in the past. Yeah. Mm. And, and I think that really helped me to like get out of my life. And hence, when I had my second child, mm. uh, obviously I have to make sure that the team is still the same. Lah. The team of like teachers who took care of Samuel then is still the same to take care of my Levi, right? Especially mm. because Levi was in the NICU the first seven days of his life. Mm-hmm. So I was I was like, uh, but I was I was really very sure that I want to bring him into the school because mm. uh, I have absolute confidence in the group of teachers who were like taking care of him. Mm. And I, I have a lot of faith in the leadership. Which mm. of course thereafter the principal left up. <laughs> but 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 overall, like I, I have a lot of faith in in the in the in the system because I can see the, the leadership, the culture, the mm-hmm. and, I, and I actually can, I also do see a lot of uh, parents, they have a lot of like, a lot of tan you law over this, like they don't know why it's a good school. So what what, what do you think like, how, what, what do you think you think like parents should really, really look out to? Because I'm sure that because you're in this industry, you do know that there are some like mm-hmm. places, they do have shitty schools, like mm, shitty yes. principles as well. I agree. Mm. Mm. Okay, I will say uh, for this question, right, um, okay, personally for me, okay, I would say that I would uh, see it from a parent's point of view. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't give you some like, uh, you know, like a pointers of like, a, you know, a whole list of a checklist to look into. Because mm. I thought that that would be very impractical. Mm. Yeah, but rather, uh, I would just uh, make it very uh, short and sweet. So it's, uh, these are some of the guiding principles that I would say uh, would be useful. Mm-hmm. Uh, for parents to look into when you want, uh, when you're choosing a preschool for your uh, little one. Okay. Uh, first of all, like uh, I agree very very much with what you have uh, shared regarding the leader of the center. Mm-hmm. Like uh, to me, right? Uh, I mean, uh, the leader of the center is like uh, the soul of the center. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, they the one that actually uh create the culture. Uh, and then set the vibes in the center. Mm. Uh, every little reaction from them, okay, uh, would probably cause a stir in the center. Mm. Mm. 
And uh, a good leader probably would be able to put the system, the processes right. So even like, uh, like what you have shared, uh, even if the principal uh, has left the center, mm -hmm. there should be much of a, like, uh, I would say, uh, difference. Because it's like, uh, as long as you uh, go along with the system and processes and uh, continue with uh, where it has uh, left off from the mm. principal, uh, principal, right? Things should very much uh, be still, uh, yeah, I need a life. Mm. So that's one mm. thing I would say that uh, talk to the leader. You need mm, to make mm, sure mm, that mm. you're very, very comfortable with the leader. You like her and she makes sense. And she, mm, uh, mm, you're able to like, uh, feel that she, she gives you that sense of security. Mm, a platform to communicate your needs. That's mm, um, secondly, uh, I would say that uh, you need to really observe the environment. Okay, uh, a few pointers. Mm, I agree, I agree, I agree. Yeah. Like a few pointers, are the teachers happy? Yeah, you went, you go in, you feel that the teachers are stressed out. I mean, uh, are they, uh, or you feel that they are, you know, very calm and relaxed. I mean, when they are like... Uh, but there's always a certain level of pretense, right? <laughs> may not I'm skeptic. Yeah, it, it, I don't think so, I don't think so. Because it's like a... Uh, okay, because there's always a trial period of two weeks, which is, uh, uh, I mean, uh, by ADDA. Uh, to, for you to actually go into the center. Oh, is it? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like they can pretend for one day, but they can't pretend forever, right? True, true, true. So therefore, it's like, uh, are the teachers happy? Are they relaxed? Are they calm? And are the children like uh, self-regulated? Yeah, it's like, uh, do they know uh, I mean, where they should be? At, uh, where, uh, I mean, during what time? Mm -hmm. uh, when they are having their lessons or they're all over the place and I think that is uh, very important I mean these are uh, children uh, children wouldn't be able to pretend yeah mm -hmm. uh, that would be one very significant thing that you need to look into and uh, number three okay when you look at the environment is uh, the environment well maintained yeah because is, it, is the school old or not is it uh, not exactly the school may be old but however, I mean, look around the surrounding. It's like a, a, a is there a proper place for the storage of the books for the resources? Uh. Like, a, is the learning environment like a well designed, or is it you know you know in some centers right? Uh, you will know whether a center is of, <coughs> uh, of quality. Uh, when the teacher take care take care of the even the like a very little thing, you know when they stick the stick the little labels on the on the walls on the mm. cupboard. You see the blue text sticking out, or when something dropped from the, you know, from the cupboard, all these labels, right? Mm -hmm. There, it was uh, on the floor for for many days, and nobody cared to pick it mm -hmm. up. It's this little little thing, mm -hmm. uh, I would say, are very important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, okay, that's about about all for the environment, and uh, number three, okay. No matter how good the principal is, no matter how good the environment uh, you like. Okay, do you share their educational philosophy? Yeah, because mm -hmm. free school, they probably have their own like uh, approaches, mm -hmm. their own, uh, uh, vision, belief, and core values. So when you talk to the principal, let's say you are somebody that is very, um, a parent that is very into uh, uh, academic-based uh, kind of learning. Mm -hmm. uh, were to enroll your child in a um, uh, very clay-based uh, environment, probably that will not suit your, uh, your needs. Mm -hmm. And you'll be wondering, how come my child is playing all day? Uh, they're not learning. <laughs> Actually, right, 
It's just because uh, you just uh, share different perspectives in educational philosophy. Like Samuel now every day say you play toys. <laughs> Mm. You know how he described his day? I asked him a couple of days back. Every day, every uh, now I ask him. That's it. I say, hey, how's your school? I say, fun. <laughs> fun. <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, I had breakfast. I did this. I played toys. You know. Mm. He just play toys. <laughs> so now the father was like, today the father asked him, so how's school? Do you play toys? He said, yeah, I play toys. <laughs> I think for him it's like uh, any learning right now is a playing toys. Yeah. Because the truth is uh recently his uh, main teachers are all not around. <laughs> so so he's, he's taken uh, care by uh the teachers of another class, but they are also M1 teachers, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I can see that he mm-hmm. has more curriculum now because apparently these two teachers are Actually, so much better, I have to say. Like, they really... Uh, uh, it's a good thing that the, the, his uh, class teacher is not around. <laughs> sort of, in a sense. Because usually, I, I sort of, like, go, go there to pick him at 4, 4 plus. He'll always be playing, no? Uh, but now, they are, like... Although they sort of, like, combine the classes, like, the, the numbers are still quite small, right? Mm-hmm. I better disclaimer now, because now COVID. <laughs> they, they, they are all very orderly. They sit, like... Mm. In a very orderly manner because now also okay, COVID again, right? So they need to have social distancing or whatever shit. Mm-hmm. So they, they sit down there very orderly. So I can really tell that he's seated seated there and singing songs mm. at those timings that I'm picking up these days. Ah. Like I don't really see him like really just playing toys. I'm actually quite glad like in that sense. Not like not like I'm curriculum driven, uh, but I, I, I see that he's orderly. For me, that's important because Samuel is not an orderly person, <laughs> right? So, mm. so I was like, eh, wow, not bad, not bad. Mm. Uh, I would say that uh, probably uh, the teacher that is, uh, I would say, taking the class, uh, she has very good uh, classroom management strategies. Yes. I think so, uh, because a couple of times, I, 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 I as a parent, I feedback, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I think the, the P and the VP, they are like, Oh, they know that they cannot make any mistakes during this season because mm. yeah you 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 i think it's important i think it's important yeah yeah i'm involved parent like everybody mm, will know mm, they mm. look at my face they know <laughs> i think they hear your voice they will know i should have very nice one eh? no i i totally agree you are very, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. but also very involved i am also very involved <laughs> Yeah, I tell you uh, like I I, I feel bad about like previously the, the toilet thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because I prefer my son to not go to the toilet um mm-hmm. with uh the girls. Mm-hmm. And then now I still observe, you know. Oh. But I can really tell that they are more systematic now. I can really tell that the children are like outside waiting to go to the toilet. In mm-hmm. the past, I don't know what 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 they're doing outside. I don't know whether they were planning to go to another room or what. But now I actually can tell that they are really waiting to go toilet because now they have to really wait outside in a very orderly manner. Okay, I think that is a very, uh, I would say is that if you have observed all this, uh, uh, I think that uh, you probably make the right choice because uh, if they, uh, if you feedback something and then you see a change, mm-hmm. I would say that uh, this has uh, probably been discussed uh, within the team. Yeah, yeah. So uh, a good leader uh, will probably... Uh, I mean, uh, set some processes in place to improve the current practices. And uh, yeah, 
big applause to that principal. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. I have to say that this piece, she really very can do. Uh. Good, good. Like, she really, really, really can do. But I don't know like, how the teachers are feeling. Uh, because I think they also like, every time they see me standing outside watching them, I think they also like, see them, see them, see them. <laughs> Or like maybe maybe when the VPC my email he like oh no something again you know ma? And my son has a lot of problems. You know, he always is that like crazy old guy. He is not being bullied, he is falling down. Otherwise, it is something like that. Something not missing. Something something something. So everything just has to be on Samuel. Like that. Um, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, lah. He's he's growing up well. He's happy. So I'm also very happy. Because he says school is fun. Yeah, I think, I think for me as a parent, that's important. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I would say that uh, when you hear your child enjoying school, right? Uh, I do not know like uh, when this word fun would uh, probably appear in the next few years to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. so I think the, the word fun is uh, such an important word. Yeah. Mm, mm, I actually really agree with that. Mm. And speaking, speaking of that, like being an involved parent, what do you think like, is, should be the relationship between like the school and the parents? Like, 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 uh, maybe I should expound on this question. Like, do you think so? Uh, parents should, uh, really try to work together with the management, like the the school faculty, or like, mm. uh, they should just leave everything to the school, mm-hmm. or you know. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, first of all, uh, I would say that uh, there are different kinds of parents. Yeah. So, yeah, but um. Uh, whichever parents that uh, I mean, let's say coming from a point of view uh, as a center leader, uh, I would say that uh, regular communication okay, is very, very important uh, between the teachers and as a center. Uh, a friend, uh, I would say a friendly relationship is important. Mm. Uh, I would say that no parents uh, would want to be difficult. Mm-hmm. And no uh, school would want to make life difficult for the parents as well. So it boils down to a lot of, uh, I would say, communication. Mm-hmm. Because it's like uh, being parents or being like uh, the center, whether it's the teachers or the principal, we all have blind spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may not like uh, uh, see it from, uh, from each other perspective. So mm-hmm. uh, regular communication is definitely very important. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the alignment between the parents uh, and, the, and the school is often uh, being... Uh, I would say uh, on a horizontal uh, yeah, line because without that, right? Okay, uh, if uh, parents is on a, probably a, a different perspective and the school is uh, along another perspective, that is when uh, yeah, unhappiness uh, occur. Mm-hmm. Okay, but however, right, uh, I would say that as a center leader, uh, I would say that um, they need to know that, uh, they need to let parents know that there are certain house rules, okay? That, uh, mm-hmm. By parents, uh, boundaries that should be set. Uh, is uh, I would say that you know, it's like for me, for me, my style is that hey, this is what the pan, okay, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So you need to believe in my decision making. Uh, mm. It's not for the welfare of one parent, but it's for, mm. for the welfare of uh, the rest of the children, the teachers, and uh, all the different different stakeholders. Yeah. So when a decision is being made, right, it is uh, to benefit everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is uh, my stand. Okay, uh, I'm the center leader. I actually really believe that the parents should uh, constantly uh, 
I agree that they should constantly communicate with mm. the teachers and the principals because mm. I, I I think that's the really like the only way, especially now during COVID season, oh. uh, we can't even enter the school and mm. you feel like a certain level of disconnect. Mm, and you sort of like, you can't really see what they're doing. You can't sneak out on your children anymore. You can't sneak out on your, you know, the teachers anymore. So I think it, we really, really need to communicate with the teachers and like even the PE or the VP. Just to, I think showing the presence is also important. I nah, know. Mm-hmm. Like if you're always a parent that you're just like dropping your child off. Mm-hmm. If, unless you're totally fine with that, like you you are totally like trusting that you know the the school knows what they are doing Mm. if not i think one of the ways to really help your child grow is is to really communicate with the teachers to know like what kind of milestones they are actually going through you know don't just wait until like parent teacher session that's only only 30 minutes i get might even get cut off for no reason (laughs) you know but uh that's actually really one of the ways because even when i was toilet training like samuel uh, I taught the training during like circuit breaker, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 then when he went back to school, uh, after circuit breaker, mm-hmm. uh, the the school were very very open to continue to do toilet training for me, mm-hmm. um, to make sure that he continued that that uh, habit that I've already created mm-hmm. for him for the last two weeks, right? Well, I think so, that, uh, the circuit breaker is a good thing for you. You managed to get him trained. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In that sense, because uh, that was like sort of the forced, forced opportunity to, uh, because he's like always regularly gonna be around, right? So I thought like that would have been the better day. Like, mm. what, when, when would be a better time, right? Because hopefully mm-hmm. circuit breaker don't happen again, <laughs> right? So, oh. so I thought like, hey, you know, uh, I, I, I think that will make like a, a more sound choice rather than like waiting for the school to toilet train them and then, uh, I have to try to do it on the weekend and we might do it on a different style so i sort of decided that i'm just going to set the tone right mm. for him and i feel like he is um he is he is able to understand uh, my expectations of him uh, mm. about toileting and stuff like that mm. but i think i was really really very glad because i was a little bit worried i wouldn't do that uh, i was like i don't know whether they will continue you know being able to the toilet or not that kind of thing mm. i'm not 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 so really afraid about like or breaking the habit. I'm also concerned about making him comfortable in mm. doing this new thing in his life. Mm-hmm. You know, so like I'm, I was more concerned about like the things that the the teachers would tell Samuel than like mm. the way they bring him to the toilet. And I'm more concerned about those things than like whether he pees on his pants or not. I think I think this is just part and parcel of growing mm. up. Mm. So when I I I was able to uh uh express my concerns and uh and and my expectations and then i see that they really did they really did uh do what i hoped for to see mm. i was like thankful lah. Mm. so i think communicating is really really important it sounds like uh, i mean uh, you have really chosen a uh, a very good preschool yeah because uh that is like a i mean i mean you communicated and then uh there's a so called follow-up actions yeah yeah I mean, uh, um, like uh, probably consistent with uh, the home practices. Yeah, yeah. So they I, are very supportive. Yes. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful for that. I and I and and that was the time when I really realized as well. For me, it was like a new thing. Mm. I realized that oh, you know, to 
and 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 as like you know our children start to grow they are not like just like what infant care you know every day you just like every day like uh, every day right. i just check like levi you know oh, how many hours he sleep uh, whether he could finish his meal or not you, you just check this kind of stuff and then all the activities that he do every day you just oh so cute so cute you know what i mean but when your children begin to grow they're like m1 and 2 you start to be a little bit more particular because they need to learn like new set of like life skills mm-hmm. and 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 i was like oh you know you have to be a little bit more alert as a parent if mm-hmm. not like your your child will become gong gong like that <laughs> mm. yeah. i thought it was important to like uh really um be involved and uh to to keep track uh, check in, yeah, to check in like uh, what is happening in school. Yes, yes. During the stages of like probably um, uh, when they are still not so verbal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a toddler N one, uh, from N two onwards. Okay, I I thought that uh, when you actually talk to them more, I mean, mm-hmm. from school, they are probably able to share uh more in uh details with you. Yes. Uh, what has happened in school? So yes. A lot of the parents they will start to like um probably put down their guts because they know uh, from the children personally what has yeah. uh, taken place uh, throughout yeah. the day uh, in the childcare. But when they're younger, right, and they're not able to give you like, uh, a lot of information, like uh, what you say just now, mm. all, you know, uh, actually come back to you, uh, it's just to say, I play toys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, the limited vocabulary uh, probably will make you think, huh? From from morning, yeah. in there, you just think, <clears throat> yeah. What have the teachers been doing? <laughs> yeah. No, I also not stupid lah. Because these days, because I know my son, right? I read my son very well, and I really do encourage you as a parent if you are listening to this, you have to really try to learn how to read your child. Okay, that's like a superpower. <laughs> so I really can read Samuel very well. So I know sometimes, like you know, when he says some things, you are like. Mm. <laughs> So I actually will check, you know. So like recently, he has this like, uh, he he got beaten again by one of his friends, right? Mm-hmm. So subsequently, and two two three weeks later, he told he told my husband that, uh, the same kid beat him again. But I know that uh, and, but but his story was very specific. He said the kid beat him, and then the teacher so and so saw, and then the teacher so and so scolded that kid. Mm-hmm. This is a very specific storyline again. Mm, mm. So I decided that I was going to check it out, but I will not check on all these things in front of him. Mm, mm. I will check behind his back. So you in the detective. <laughs> so after that, I realized, and obviously, I know that the kid didn't bite him again. Mm. Okay, I think, uh, it was more like he maybe was trying to again, and then was being uh, uh, scolded by the teacher <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah. So I do I do counter check like what my my kids say. So in in fact, I actually went to ask for the school, uh, food menu. You know, because you know why? Every day Samuel tells me he eat bread <laughs> <laughs> with okay. jam. Uh, that is a very very uh, I would say common thing. Yeah, it's like um, yeah. my son always come come back home and tell me uh, so what have you eaten today? Every day is chicken rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I was thinking, how oh, wow, the school every day chicken rice. Yeah, yeah. So you say eat bread, you know. So initially, uh, couple of times I just uh in front of the, uh, P and the VP, I just said like, ah, he said he eat bread, you know, blah blah blah, you know. Then they say, oh no 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 no. Then they say, hey, Samuel, you're not a good representation of the school, ah. Okay, you must see what other things you eat, ah, blah blah blah, right. So I thought that the food menu actually changed from 
the previous P to the current P, right? Mm-hmm. So recently, I just called them you know, out mm-hmm. of the blue. I said, hey, can you email me the <laughs> manual for infant care and M1? Mm-hmm. Then after that, I realized that actually, uh, anyway, I didn't see the manual, but from the food that was being described, I know that it's the same manual as the mm-hmm. previous P, right? Mm. Basically, whatever that they've been eaten for the they've been eating for the that was like oh, then it's okay. What what did you say? What did you say that he's eating bread? That uh that uh bread and the jam is his favorite. So he could only yeah, yeah, yeah. remember that on the menu. Yeah. <laughs> so today I was like oh because now I find out like what he eats on Friday. Mm-hmm. So I was like oh did he eat yogurt? He's like yes. <laughs> what flavor he eat? Not bad. They serve yogurt. <laughs> Yeah, he said, today got strawberry yogurt. Mm. Which, speaking of, uh, speaking of which, about biting, uh, definitely one of the most common thing, even on the forum, all these things, I can always see, like, some of the parents, they say, like, mm. uh, you know, their kid got beaten and stuff like that. Mm. They got beaten mm. by another classmate. Mm. This is definitely one of the things that, mm. you know, what, 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 what do you, like, uh, what kind of what what kind of uh, advice would you advise parents of both the biter and the victim to respond? Because for me, I am the parent of the victim. But sometimes I look at my Levi, right? I feel like maybe I will become the parent of the biter. Yeah, the, the karma come, right? <laughs> yeah, because he bite me three times, you know. Oh. Out of no reason, eh? Yeah, I'm very scared, eh? Yeah. Okay, this is a very, very tricky uh, situation, I would say. Okay. Definitely. Until now, right, I, I would tell you that I have no answer for... <laughs> uh, it's like, a, I mean, uh, different parents have different perspectives. Okay, uh, let's say you are the uh, victim parent. Okay, uh, my, my, my son has... Uh, my son, when he, uh, he was the only one among all, all my three children, right, to have been bitten. And uh, it was a very, very bad uh, bite. Yeah, it was the first bite and my first child. You know where he was bitten? Oh, face. He's a biter. Okay. How yao put yao? Yao ta de Ouch. Oh my goodness. It's like, I was, I cannot imagine, no? It's like, a, hey, oh goodness, what the, I mean, what kind of pain he went through. Because, Must be very protruding, is it? <sighs> Not exactly, but you know, if he went home, right? It's like one year is obviously like it's like obviously more swollen than the other one. And then it's like a, I, when the teacher called me, okay, uh, hey, uh, your son has been beaten. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am an early childhood educator as well. Uh, but you know, uh, I, I thought okay, probably it's not a a very bad bite. Okay, I mean, uh, after all, you know, uh, bites happen in school. But when I um arrive uh, in school and I see that the year was swollen. You know, as, as a parent uh, and as a teacher, right, your first reaction, I, I somehow is like, I get very upset as well. And I actually ask a lot of uh, uh, details about how it happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's like one whole day, you're not around. And then after that, you receive uh, your child. Yeah. Yeah, at the point of time, it's like uh, I was very unreasonable. I must say that I become very unreasonable, and uh, I yeah, I just uh unleash my emotions. 
So it's like a, the teacher, I, I will say that at that point of time, they, they were also very um, worried and they're very scared. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I talked to the principal the next day. And uh, mm-hmm. me, right, uh, I mean, uh, someone I'm in the industry, right, I will ask like, uh, what kind of strategies are you can put into place to ensure that this does not happen again. Mm-hmm. So uh, it put a lot of stress on the center. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I also ask this question. <laughs> and then, okay, the worst thing that is that it happened again. Oh my god. <laughs> I know, man. Wow. And this time, it is also at one of the least expected places. So I couldn't imagine how it happened. And uh, the worst case scenario is that uh, it is the same biter. <laughs> yeah, usually it's the same biter. Yeah. And you know where uh, he was bitten this time now? This fella, he, he told. <laughs> yeah, of all places. I mean, it's like, why did you bite the ear? And why did you bite the toe? <laughs> all the weird places. I mean, uh, I mean, it's like uh, I was wondering, uh, hey, teachers, hello? I mean, but I, I know that it happens because I've been a, 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 a teacher myself, right? Sometimes the action like uh, happens so fast. Yeah, it just happened. It probably is just beside the kid, right? And then they are mm-hmm. happy, no fighting. Uh, they were kiss. They were even like, hugging. Um, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, at the book corner. And then suddenly, right? It happened. And there's like, mm. uh, didn't see any trigger. It's like somebody, you know, when you have a craving. <laughs> Yeah, uh, for, for burger or whatsoever, and then like that, uh, it just uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So it's like I, I saw that the teachers were very uh you know anxious when it happened again because uh I haven't been a very like uh easy parent to deal with uh when it happened uh for the seriously yeah. Uh, but uh, being a a teacher myself, okay, yeah, it's something that I couldn't um get manage. past right. I I couldn't manage as well because uh. It happened in my classroom too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in all the weirdest and I thought uh, like a situation whereby it will not take place. Yeah, like what I mentioned to you just now. Yeah, you know, they were like one minute ago, you're still hugging um each other, you're playing happily. I was just in front of you and then you decided to, to bite your friend. And I you know it's like when a child bites, right? Okay, parents is something that you need to know. We do Try to pull the biter away uh, from the victim because that will actually result in a, a, a worse. Aggravate. Yeah, yeah you ag- ag- aggravate the, actually the wound. So it's like the, uh, the first thing that we do, right? We would put our finger, okay? I mean, I mean uh, so sorry, I, I mean, uh, it may not be the most hygienic thing to do, so. <laughs> but, you know, in order to stop that, uh, I mean, uh, stop that biting, that's what we need to do. But we don't pull apart. So if you have children at home, right? I mean, a brother, I mean, a, a older sibling and a younger sibling, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, please make sure you don't tear them apart. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're going to aggravate the whole situation. The the wound is going to be, uh, I mean, uh, much worse than you you probably uh, can expect. You might just bite off a chunk of the flesh. Yes, yes. Okay, so uh, regarding this biting thing, right? Um, okay, for the biter, I would say that parents um. Uh, I think you probably have to put yourself uh, uh, in the in the shoes 
of the victim. Imagine like a, if the child is being bitten. I mean, how would the other parents feel? Exactly. Yeah, I think uh, that's very important. But yeah. Like I say that, um, uh, on the other hand, you never know when your child uh, will also become the biter. Yeah. It's just like, a, you know, somehow they just have a craving. Yeah, a tinkling in the mouth and they decided that, okay, today I want to bite somebody. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Sometimes a lot of these biting uh, cases, right, it was not triggered by anything. And uh, being a teacher myself, right, I don't know how to explain. I can tell you honestly. Mm -hmm. uh, so the parent asked, what happened? I mean, if I, I, I'm to tell you, uh, Esther, actually nothing happened there. I mean, uh, yeah, your child was just sitting there. Okay, like Samuel. Okay, Samuel was just sitting beside uh, child A. And then suddenly child A decided to, he wants to bite Samuel. I mean, I couldn't probably tell you this. I, mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain to you. Mm -hmm. So probably the, uh, a lot of the teachers will probably uh, say that that's a trigger. I think that's the easiest way to, to appease the parent. I mean, uh, I wouldn't say that that's a line. But because uh, if I tell you that, would it be something that um, you can accept? Yeah, mm. uh, because you also need to protect the other child that um, that's bitten, uh, uh, that has a uh, bitten like uh, the victim. Mm. Mm. It's a very situation. So I could only say that uh, there are no. Uh, I, I think probably like uh, as a child, as a parent, you you have to know that. Yeah, to put it very bluntly, this mm. Oh my God. <laughs> I think one of the things that I, I can't, I really cannot take it is um, when people tell me like they understand how I feel when mm -hmm. I say like, you know, my child got beaten. Mm -hmm. Because I actually seriously feel that different parents will also feel differently right. about mm -hmm. the idea or the fact that their child got beaten. Mm -hmm. I think some people maybe they are like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. you know, but I really, really cannot take it when people tell me like, a lot of people like on the forums they say, Oh, it's like that one, no, you send them to it's like that one, you send them to uh, infant care, then it's like that one, they'll be sick. It's like that one, if you send them, they'll be beaten. I I, I really, really cannot stand this kind of uh, ideologies. I cannot stand stand um this kind of stereotyping because I feel like like if you feel like if you send your kid to infant care or to preschool, you feel that they are going to be often sick that is your problem mm -hmm. you shouldn't you shouldn't uh you shouldn't put thoughts in other parents because mm. how will you even know maybe other people's kids have stronger immunity than your mm. child and it shouldn't be like a it shouldn't be like a wow stereotyping it's common i don't deny that but mm. i don't say that i wouldn't say that it's like oh you definitely mm. Uh, you know, if you enroll yourself, your children in preschool, they surely fall sick often. They this this this, or they surely get beaten. Uh, you know, it's like that one. I totally understand how you don't know. You don't know how I feel. You totally don't know how I feel. You know whether whether I I and and to be fair, to be fair, I think even the biter, the the parents or the biter, I would think sensibly. Most parents still actually feel bad to some extent. Mm. So. But anyway, right, I would say that, um, uh, I mean, to a great extent, uh, I would agree with you. Because uh, not every center 
uh, it's back to like uh, I would say the, the management of the school. Mm. Yeah. Like uh, for example, HFMD. Okay. Uh, in some centers, okay. Uh, I would say that um, if there are no good like uh, hygiene practices, okay, I would say it would uh, heighten the risk of uh, HFMD. But let's mm. say uh, there are some like good practices that goes around. For example, like uh, uh, if you observe like uh, a child is uh, mm, sick. Okay, uh, the, 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 uh, the teachers observe that a child is sick. Okay, mm. and do like a uh, health screening regularly throughout the day. It would minimize uh, the risk of all these uh, infections, HFMD, uh, from transmitting mm -hmm. from one child to another child. Mm. Okay. Uh, so far, it's like, uh, uh, I, I am very thankful that um, the centers that have managed, right? Mm. HFMD has been actually, uh, uh, yeah, at a very, very minimal, <coughs> I'll say, uh, their trans transmission rate uh, throughout the year mm. and uh, this is uh, the result of our uh, good hygiene practices mm -hmm. for example like um uh in the center that i managed as long as there's one case of uh, hfmd we will probably ask like uh, for the fumigation services to come mm. and disinfect the place mm. yeah. so that will actually reduce the risk mm. and also would, like uh, uh send out a circular to let uh, all the other parents know okay so I thought that these are things which are necessary. Okay, uh, it happens, but are there uh, strategies or processes that we can reduce? Mm -hmm. Minimize that. And then, uh, same for the biting cases. Uh, knowing that children like uh, bite, bite. Um, so, uh, when the teachers are managing the children, it's best to put them into small groups. Mm -hmm. of uh, the centers, right? Uh, uh, like for example, let's say you have a whole group of twenty, uh, I mean, uh, toddlers together, okay, and they are uh, even, and they are they are not in small groups, because when they are in small groups, right, it's like a, uh, every teacher taking a small group, maybe uh, their eyes will be more focused on like uh, that group of children, but let's say they are always in a big group, yeah, I mm -hmm. thought when like uh, most of the incidents will happen. And let's say there's uh, obviously a, a biting trend uh, on one of the child in, uh, in the classroom. So the teacher in charge has to always make sure that this biter is beside her. Mm -hmm. So that uh, you can actually cut uh, the cycle of biting. And of course, the parents must be informed. So that, uh, I mean, there'll be consistent uh, practices uh, in, at home as well mm -hmm. as in school. Like what you mentioned, mm -hmm. it's like a... Levi, Levi is trying to bite you for no reason. Mm -hmm. He didn't try, he did. Yeah, uh, oh, okay, he bite you. Okay, he beat you for no reason. Yeah. What happened in school? Okay, so probably uh, the teachers will like uh, come to you uh, and then uh, ask you whether he did such a thing at home. Mm -hmm. so there must be some strategies that are, you know, consistent at home and in school in order to break the cycle. Yeah. Mm. But I never teach him to bite me, eh? Come on, it's the same. You never, uh, you see, we, uh, to me, like, when I see this, I... I That's why now I'm marveling. <laughs> I'm marveled. You don't need to marvel. Because actually, there was feedback, uh, honestly speaking, that Levi beat a teacher in school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, goodness. Mm. But they find him so cute that when the way they describe it was like, you know, but I'm thinking like, oh my god, is he gonna do this when he's like in toddler or something? Yeah, then uh, you probably will. Yeah, that is not cute anymore. <laughs> I think by then he still look very cute, like, You know, he's not yeah. 
the other, the victim parent will yeah. find the ugliest thing on earth. <laughs> That's why recently, uh, Samuel got beaten, and then uh, I think one of the greatest different differences, he literally can say who, uh, beat him right. Oh. and it was really really funny because he said it very loudly. This <laughs> was <laughs> my, you know. So I I I I I thought that like he's really really consistent in his story because mm-hmm. usually if he's lying or he's not saying or rather not lying like just like so he's saying something that's like bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. He won't be able to last more than one hour. So the next morning I tested him again because I also don't want to accuse the wrong kid, right? Mm-hmm. So actually the parents did come and uh, apologize to us. I said that I can tell that the father was more afraid of me because I think I'm also not feeling that well that day, right? So I said he was like, yeah. then the father came and said sorry, you know. Then obviously my my husband is like quite okay with the husband one, right? so mm-hmm. my husband seemed to be more forgiving than me. The face of the father finds favor with you, yeah. Yeah. Then after that, the wife actually came today. Uh-huh. So f- funnily, uh we all bump into each other. It's not just, we are not the only parents. It's like all like my Samuels are all the friends, la, mm, mm, all mm. the parents, all like, don't know why we're all in the same leaf. Eh. Ah, <laughs> yeah. A, yeah, such a A sense of familiarity, you know, suddenly like we're all gathering and then like the children and then now they are all playing together now, right? Mm, mm. So they actually did come and uh, apologize and stuff like that. Mm. But for me, I feel that uh, the way I pick this incident up is a little bit different now from the way I picked it when he was in playgroup because mm. uh, not like I can accept but I feel that mm. uh, because the kid did apologize to him and mm-hmm. Samuel in his uh, whatever little mind or big mind he has mm-hmm. decided that you know I can forgive my friend and mm-hmm. he's still very very good friends with this guy so mm-hmm. I just I, to me it's like oh, okay law like because the apology has been done to this person, mm-hmm. since you can accept your friend, then okay law, you know. There's no point for me to like uh, try yeah. to be unhappy about it like, because obviously we all know that there's nothing we can do, right? Mm. Okay, so tell me. Okay, I'm interested to know. Mm. Uh, one day Levi. If Levi bite bite someone. Uh. <laughs> what would you do? And the parents, uh, I mean, like, uh, reacted like uh, what you used to do, like uh, when Samuel was beaten. Yeah. Actually, when Samuel was beaten, I don't think so that I was an unreasonable parent. Mm-hmm. That's what I remember. But I was really, really very upset because um, uh, I was even more upset when it happened the second time. Mm. And I, actually, I cried, you know, How the second time. Address this matter. Mm. I, I, I think I will write an apology letter. Mm-hmm. That's what I expected of the <laughs> funny thing, funny thing that I was telling my primary school friend about this biting incident and all these things, right? Then mm-hmm. I say, oh, yeah, I also cannot imagine if one of my kids uh <laughs> bite someone. Eh. You know what she said to me? Mm. Write apology letter. Lor. <laughs> and to tell the truth, because I'm not very confident in my children that they, they may or may not bite people, right? Mm-hmm. Because Levi is a very different personality from Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really did seriously consider like, wow, mm. if you put me in this position, uh, mm. uh, what would I do? So mm. I think I think first of all, I, I will I will actually uh write a write a apology letter actually. Mm-hmm. Maybe after the first or second time. Mm-hmm. But I think what will concern me is how can I prevent my child from doing it again? 
Because I think it's it's not just it's not just about the fact that he beat someone, but it's more of like mm. So first of all, I need to find out the reason first. Was it because like the person did something to him? Right? Now I need to now I need to think like oh maybe your room bully ta so hi yo. Then would you write apology because in the fight of the children it's very common to have these kind of things. Yeah. Right? But if it's like telling me like the person was just sitting there and then there was no trigger, so the story is plainly uh sorry, there's no trigger, your kid just turned and bite the face, that kind of thing, right? Uh, but hopefully feel your that will make me feel even worse. Maybe bite the toe still okay. <laughs> I I think bite the toe still okay. You know? I so it's it's more like maybe then then I think I'll feel really, really bad. But I'll 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 I will definitely ask the the the, the teachers to isolate him. Mm. Not like not like isolate to room la, but mm, maybe means- always he will have to be with the teacher and you know, just as a reminder to him that because you did this thing, right? So that's why you're in this position. And I think this is something that parents whose uh, children, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they actually bite somebody in school. I think they have to understand that maybe some of the measures like that is really important. Mm. Uh, um, I mean, uh, adding on to what you have said, right? Uh, like, um, uh, I mean, it's a very different perspective uh, from uh, teachers to teachers. Uh, some parents and uh, also some uh, teachers they probably would uh would think that uh it is uh, too uh the toddlers are too young to to understand that uh certain um actions are wrong, but for me right um I would say that uh even a baby okay uh they probably would not really understand what exactly uh, has happened, but they do uh i mean uh, are able to know that uh you are unhappy over certain things by the reaction of your faces your 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 uh your tone of voice, your expressions. So uh like when a toddler bites, okay, uh I thought that uh keeping him aside and making sure that when he has a tendency to to bite again, to show him that you're angry. Yeah, okay? But of course it's like a, this anger, right, uh, uh cannot be real. It's more of a like a, a way, a strategy to tell him, hey, this is not right and I am not happy with what you are. Going mm, mm, mm. Okay. So I thought that uh, this is something that uh, can can be uh, used and practiced. Okay. So which is why I said that uh, I mean for me, right? Uh, I'm mean, kind of different in the way I handle handle things um, as a as a teacher. Uh, mm. Because uh, not uh, not everybody would probably agree with me. But I thought that uh, you, I mean if you, you if you are a parent, okay, uh, when your when your little one even as young as like a Six months or so, right? They are able to react. I mean, uh, to to your emotions, yeah. Okay. So, uh, why not when he is a? I mean, uh, when they become a toddler. Mm. Actually, Samuel do do. Actually, they they do know one, you know, because when Samuel got bitten during that season, right? Remember the second time when he got bitten, I was really, 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 very, very sad because I was very helpless as a parent because I feel like. I cannot help him. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I cannot help him. I couldn't prevent it. So mm-hmm. when I carried him out of the school, right, I was actually crying, you know, because I feel my baby is very unfortunate. Then he just hit me. Yeah, he And then to him, it's like, you must never buy someone. <laughs> really, really. You must never buy someone. So recently, the, the, the bro, uh, Levi, bite me, right? For mm-hmm. no reason, just suddenly just bite me, you know. Mm-hmm. Then it was quite painful. Mm-hmm. And then he said, he said to the brother, Titi, you cannot buy. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. You cannot buy mama. Mm. You know, so when, 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 when recently when his friend uh, beat him, right, mm. then I said, then how? Tomorrow mama go to the school and find your friend and bite your friend. Then he looked at me and then my, my husband also looked at me. Then my husband was like, <laughs> immediately was like, can mama bite uh, your so-and-so friend? Then he said, no, you know, no. Then my, my husband was like, yeah, because biting is more, no, no. quickly you want to instill the right value, you know, because the mother just said, tomorrow I go bite a friend. Yeah, I think he was wondering whether you're really good. <laughs> <laughs> I think to some extent, Samuel thinks that I'm serious. Mm, you know, because he knows. Uh, boils down to the experiences he has with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and you are serious about like uh, what you say yeah yeah so he's also very smart these days he's like <laughs> the second time when he came back home and then he sort of like accused his friend of biting him he was like he told the father first mm-hmm. and then later on then I knew when the father told me mm-hmm. and then later on when I saw him in the night mm-hmm. he said Papa already took a picture <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Papa already took a picture. Tomorrow I'm going to talk to, you know, your principal. So mm. he was like, mm, Papa already take a picture. <laughs> so he knows, like, he knows that, uh, and he asked me, like, was I angry with him? You know, mm. like, I said, why, why, why should I be angry with you? I said, no, I'm angry with the person who will bite you. Mm-hmm. You know, and he was like, no. You <laughs> So I think I'm really, really glad that he knows how to articulate. Uh, uh, and I, I, actually now that I think back, right, because you were saying that uh, the children, they, they know, they know like what are the things that you're unhappy about mm. even when they are young. Actually, now I think about it. Actually, I was playing some games with Levi, right? Mm-hmm. I was doing some biting. <laughs> <laughs> so mm. a warning to parents, I think you should not play yeah, biting. Mm. I was yeah. biting his uh, toes and his mm. fingers just for fun. Uh, remember Esther, I ever shared with you like uh, the hand? Yeah, yeah, yes. I mean, uh, if you ever want to like, uh, I mean, discipline yeah. never ever use the hand. Yeah, yeah. Our hands are actually uh, used for loving. So yeah. if you ever use your hand like uh, to smack your child, don't uh, regret that one day you will receive a complaint from the from the teacher that hey your mm. child just smacked another child. Yeah, uh-huh. I thought that uh like what you say it's probably very much along the line of like a biting game. Things which which we think that like uh probably of How, uh, oh, uh, we never think so much, right? They're very uh, like uh, innocent, okay, mm-hmm. or very natural to do so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It become like a, a habit that the children had to uh, pick up because yes, they yes. Uh, uh, 
uh, parents, if you ever want to like, uh, you believe in caning, okay, uh, mm. you believe in disciplining your children, use cane. Yeah, all right. And buy a cane. Please don't use like a, you know, the bamboo rod in your home, a, a hanger or whatsoever metal thing you can find. Buy a cane. Okay, use it uh, only when it's necessary, when it's your last straw. Did I tell you that the cane didn't work on Samuel? Because he got angry with me for using the cane. Because I think he felt that I was too harsh. And then uh he he sometimes he would take some long thing, right? And then he'll be like, cane. And then now when I, I saw for a season where I tried to correct him, right? He wanna beat me. Really, really legit. It's like really like a serious problem, right? He tried to beat the brother, he tried to beat the father. So uh I was really, really very uh I was really very affected by it because there was one time the father also really uh punished him quite badly. So I decided that uh with some advice from the P from his P who uh pretty much uh understand him, uh suggested to me to use a softer approach. <coughs> Okay, so I really use a softer approach and and a, very, um, a good topic uh, that we can actually uh, discuss further uh, yeah. probably in our next conversation because I thought that uh, a lot of parents would probably be uh, very keen to know like uh, um, yeah, Actually today somebody just asked you know <laughs> which age do you use your cane on? Yeah. Should we use or should we not use which age and how do we actually uh, uh, in a way manage the behavior of our children? Yeah, what is an effective uh, approach? I thought that uh, that would be something uh, interesting that we can uh, discuss. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in uh, but anyway, overall, I'm not a good cane user la, because all my cane freight, you know, you must imagine how furious I was. Wow. In first two times of usage, right, my cane all freight. Wow. And I even, duct tape. I even used duct tape to duct it back. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't use the uh, cane anymore now. That's because you discipline with emotions. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, yeah, reactively. Yeah, yeah. Um, bad parents sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yes, yes, yes. Uh disciplinary actions from, from parents to uh uh children, I feel this is one of the most tricky things because mm. you want to tell your child something but it's so difficult to get it to them. And yes, it's a topic for another day. <laughs> Today, I'm really, really, very happy that I actually get to cover like some really important topics that parents uh, care about, how to select a good preschool, etc. And I think the saucy conversations about biting, uh, how should we deal with or with not. And uh, I think the most important thing is you really have to find a place where you're really comfortable with uh, and obviously, it shouldn't be too far from your house. If not, you're going to feel very tired. To, to, to travel. Mm. Yes. And uh, pray not that your child is the kid that uh, bite his, his or her friends. And pray not that your child be Become the victim of... Yeah. Mm. And I'm really very happy for Vivian to be here on the show today. Mm. And uh, it has really been a true blessing to talk to somebody who is really, really experienced in this field. And thank you for coming out to my show. And I hope that you guys really enjoyed the show today. Uh, really, really enjoyed the topics today. If you have any questions for her or anything, DM me, uh, share the episode. It'll be on Spotify, it'll be on iTunes. And I'll see you guys again very soon. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you, Esther. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. If you like it, 
subscribe, follow, share, and like. I will see you next time for the next episode, right here on the parent thing.